Hello, everyone, and welcome to Christmas Movie Spotlight, Episode 7. And I'm your host, Dawn Mack, hanging out with you here. And I also am here with my lovely friend and co-host, Pam. Hello, Pam. Howdy. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Did you ever have one of those weeks, and I think it's because of the holiday, that throws you off? of everything that you have to do daily. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. That would be every week for me. (laughs) Yes, that would be, um, and I'm sure there are many listeners out there who can certainly testify to that. But, um, oh, yeah, in this time of year, it just, with Christmas being upon us, it, it adds something to the mix. You know, you think about all the Christmas plans that people have and the festivities and the traditions and you add that into the normal everyday life of stuff you do, it uh, can be quite frenzied. <laughs> so how are you yeah, saying that you yeah. had one of those weeks? I have. I have. Um, it's just, I don't know. I, and, and my husband was off work from Wednesday through Monday. So, again, that really throws you off. You know, you're mm-hmm. like a day behind you keep thinking you know today is Saturday and right <laughs> right and it's well, today, not <laughs> that's right and you know today is Sunday and I, I sometimes do that too like if I have a four-day weekend um mm-hmm. I, by the end of the weekend I don't know what day it is it's like what day is it and I have to look at the calendar and uh you know but uh, golly to be retired and not have to worry about that right <laughs> so <laughs> You know, but uh, well, I am basically retired, but my husband's schedule will throw me off. And when the kids were yeah. in school and they would be off, I was like, "What day is today? You know, is this right. the day they go back to school?" Please, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure a lot of people this time of year not only do they feel all the pressure of the holidays with everything going on, but then you do get. You do kind of get mixed up on your days, I think, a lot easier than any other time of the year because the schedules are so disrupted, um, you know, for a number of reasons. And, you know, we have Thanksgiving, and then that is, you know, that's kind of come and gone now. We've had Black Friday. That's come and gone. And now we're kind of, you know, we're already into December. And, I mean, what, today is already December 3rd. It's just hard to believe. I think the month is going to fly by. And uh, so it's really hard to keep up sometimes. Some days, I don't know when I – at the end of the day, if I'm coming or going, it's just really kind of like, right. um, oh my gosh. Well, we, um, we hope that, um, everyone is kind of recovered from the Thanksgiving holiday as you know it. And you're now in the throes as they say it of, um, the holiday season. I'm sure many of you out there have started your Christmas shopping and decorating your homes and, and the whole nine yards, and as Pam and I have, and so we are just glad to have you here. Thank you for making our show a, a part of your day and taking time out to listen to us gab and talk about all these great movies. And um, and tonight we've got how many, Pam? I think we got nine movies we're going to be reviewing tonight. Um, as you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's nine the last time I counted. <laughs> Seriously, I don't count anymore. I, just... I don't either. They vary from week to week, but nonetheless, you know, Hallmark is still going strong and, and Lifetime and Ion and Up TV uh, is now just, uh, you know, they're they're coming right along. They're now in December as well, and 
they're forging full steam ahead on the holiday movie. So we have got lots to talk about this evening, and we hope we can get it all in in two hours or less, but uh, we'll try. It usually doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, um, <laughs> I know. Uh, but anyway, we are also going to be reviewing the new Christmas album from Hanson called Finally It's Christmas. And uh, finally got our hands on this one, and uh, it's a good one. I have had the chance to listen to it in advance, and I have to say I've listened to it several times already now, and I really do enjoy this album. It's probably one of my favorite of 2017 so far. And for many folks, and we'll talk a little bit more about the album a little bit later in the show, but for many folks, people have, when they learned that Hanson was going to be releasing a new album for 2017, 20 years, and it was a Christmas album, no less, 20 years after their last Christmas album was released, um, you know, that was, it got people pumped, you know, because people love Hanson, even after all these years. It's gotten some really good reviews. So we'll be talking about that a little bit later in the show. But Pam, I've got to, before we get into anything tonight, I have got to talk to you about your tree, your Christmas tree, and get an update. Um, and now, before we do, I want to preface the audience. If you have been following along the last couple of weeks, we have had an ongoing dialogue about Pam's Christmas tree. And to give you a short synopsis, um, until this year, Pam didn't have a big tree in her house. She had a tabletop tree. I know, I know, I know what y'all are thinking, all oh, the horror. But, you know, it is what it is. But <laughs> nonetheless, Pam and her husband decided that the grandkids are getting older and they wanted to get a tree this year. So they bought a tree, a flock tree. And it was not quite what they expected when they got it. It was missing the remote control and a whole host of other problems. And so they sent it back and supposedly got another tree. And that's kind of where we are right now with what has happened. So did you get the tree, Pam? I assume that you did. Got the tree. It's up. It's got the star on the top. But my husband doesn't want to decorate it because he loves how the lights look. You know what? I mean, didn't you tell me it's got like 130 different light settings that you can put it on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. 137. So, oh, 137. Um, it, is, it is pretty to look at, you know, even without decorations on it at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, if you're going to put a tree up, you know, you should at least decorate it. So we'll see what happens. I mean, we still have a few weeks left of, you know, the holiday decorating thing. We'll see who wins the war. Um, <laughs> and and it, it might just be him because I cannot crawl up into the attic. Um, oh. So if he doesn't get stuff down, then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta you gotta tell him though, guys. I'm kind of rooting for you dec- and decorating the tree because the whole point of getting of the course. tree is for your grandson, <laughs> you know, so that they could ooh and mm-hmm. on. I'm sure they love the lights on the tree, no doubt. But um, they're mm-hmm. older now. I mean, they would have a blast decorating the tree. So maybe you should kind of like, you know, kind of run that by him and see what he says. But um, you know what I think I'll do. I think what? that I should get the kids to ask him. Hey, there you go. There you go. Because he can't, he can't really say no to them. You That's know. right. 
That's right. Are we going to decorate the tree? I can hear them now. But, yeah, kids have this great um, way of influencing and arm twisting that parents and grandparents just cannot resist. Grandparents are worse. Though. Right. Um, so, right. you know, well, so the saga continues, folks. We We know we now have the correct tree, one that works. We have 137 light settings. It's up. The stars with the on remote. Top, with the remote. <laughs> but there's no decorations on the tree. To be continued. I mean, this has really become a week-to-week update of your tree. I mean, this is like, this could be a reality show. This would be it. Flirty, <laughs> well, what will we I, do next year? <laughs> no, I don't know. Just Let's see. Okay, here is here it is. Well, the debate this year is whether we're going to put tinsel on or not. My husband and I are in a great debate about tinsel. What do you guys think about tinsel? I can just hear it now. It's going to go from here. I just I have a feeling this will be an annual <laughs> conversation that we have for a different reason. Previously, <laughs> this year, and mind you listeners, I am still in shock that Pam has even broke down and bought a tree because she and I have had many conversations off air about the whole Christmas tree thing. And, um, I mean, she was just short of by humbugging to death. I think this show is kind of put some Christmas cheer in her or something or Christmas spirit because um, I'm telling you before now this wasn't going to happen <laughs> so, so, so I am just I I will never admit to that okay there you go okay okay <laughs> you know your word against mine I guess but uh no seriously so we are just I am thrilled to pieces that Pam has a tree and it's no longer the tabletop now if I live closer to you I would come go up in your attic and I would get the ornaments down, and then we would decorate your tree and make cookies and all that good oh, stuff. Oh, I, I know you would. <laughs> I yeah, know you I would. would. You'd I be would. here every I, day. <laughs> that's right. Are you ready to do this now? Who needs grandkids? Let's do it. So now uh, the question, now I have to ask, do you like to bake at Christmas? Do you do any of that? Well, I used to, you know, but uh-huh. because of my disabilities, I can't really do much anymore. Um, my daughter loves to bake, uh-huh. so hopefully she'll come over and do some baking. We'll see. But my husband also does baking. Um, every year we make um, pumpkin bread. Oh, and yeah. It was his mom. It was his mom's recipe. And uh-huh. every year I, I used to make a bunch of loaves and hand them out as Christmas gifts when they'd go to somebody's house. Oh and yeah. Every year they every year they'd ask, Are you gonna make pumpkin bread? Are you gonna make pumpkin? I want two this year, please. Okay. <laughs> so now that I can't really do much anymore, you know, he kinda yeah. took over, but now it's just pretty much to make whatever we're gonna eat at home. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, well, we'll I, see. You know, there's time. I really yet. understand that. So, well, if I live closer, I'd be baking there too. I reckon I'd just be having Christmas at your house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, to I me, know, it's like I know. <laughs> uh, it's like um, you know. I think one of my favorite things about Christmas is you know I probably do more baking at Christmas as I think most people do than they do any other time of the year and. Um, it's just one of my favorite things. You just kind of smell, you know, the aroma of mm-hmm. cookies baking and eating those Toll House fresh out of the the oven, you know, with a glass of milk. It's just, there are just certain things about this time of year that just trigger great nostalgia and it just makes people happy, you know. Food always makes people happy anyway, but 
there's just special things that people make during this time of year that they don't do any other time of the year. They save it. It's a Christmas tradition. And, and that's what makes, you know, it everything rolled together just really makes it such a special time of year. And um, so I have things that I like to bake. And my kids through the years have, you know, they have had acquired their favorite things. And they always say, Mom, are you making this? Which always makes me feel good to know that they're still asking for it <laughs> after all these mm-hmm. years. So, you know, and they have gotten to be kind of really big on Christmas, which, you know, when you're growing up and you're doing these traditions and you're decorating the house and you you never know what's sticking with your kids. Um, but they really are crazy about Christmas. They love it. They, they get so excited. They decorate and really get into the holidays. So it's, it's good to see that being carried forward, you know, and hopefully with their families, um, you know, as they get older and have children and families of their own, that they'll, they'll pass on some of these traditions as well. And which is really the whole point of traditions, you know, is um, instilling them in your kids. Do you, do you guys have anything in particular that you just have to do every holiday season? That we have to do. Yeah, like that you you say, okay, it won't be Christmas unless, you know, unless we watch, we have a Hallmark movie night or we, um, you know, we we go look at the lights or, you know, it could be any number of things. Um, well, again, not for the last few years as much, but right. it, it really, it, it has to, we have to have pumpkin bread. I mean, that's just the thing yeah. that's become a staple. Mm-hmm. Um, and we open gifts on Christmas morning. I know a lot of people do it Christmas Eve, but we've always waited till Christmas morning. And, um, you know, we have a strict rule of if you wake up at 5 a.m., you are not waking up your mother and father, <laughs> you know, when the kids <laughs> are little. <laughs> yeah, I know. At 5 a.m., um, right. You're going to wait till at least 7 a.m. and uh, we have to have and a that, cup of coffee. That can be the longest two hours for children when they're they're awake because you know they're not going to go back to bed and go to sleep. You know, um, right? This is not going to happen. So they're going to be quiet in their no. rooms and you know trying so oh, hard no. not to oh, no. look. Oh no 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 no! That's not not. Uh, mm-hmm. They sit in front of the tree yapping. Oh. Look, you got this one. Oh, look, this is a big one. I wonder what's in here, you know, that kind of thing. And eventually, oh, of course, goodness. you wake up before 7 a.m. because you hear them and you're like, oh, God, we better get up because they're going to start sneaking and peeks or opening exactly. something and blaming the other, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, so. that that brings to mind a question that I have. Because you were talking about you guys open gifts on Christmas morning. Well, ironically, as I was growing up, we always did too. I mean, it was just, you know, you just did not open gifts on Christmas Eve. And, and right. um, I mean, it just, you just didn't. Now, I think I told the story a couple weeks back where my grandmother, my maternal grandmother would spend about every Christmas Eve with us. She'd spend the night. She'd always bring two gifts, one for Christmas Eve, one for Christmas morning. That was the only exception to the rule. The one gift she brought for Christmas Eve we could open, but everything else was off limits until Christmas day. And so, uh, but then when I got married, um, my former husband, his tradition was the gifts would be open on Christmas 
not the Santa stuff, but just the gifts from family would be opened on Christmas Eve. And then that would leave Christmas morning to enjoy Santa gifts. And um, so when he and I got married, we got into this major debate, not an argument, but it was just, I was just foreign to me. I was mm-hmm. like, are you really kidding me? This is not right. <laughs> of course, you know, right. in the art of compromise through marriage, you you kind of bend on things. And so we would start opening gifts, you know, on Christmas Eve and the kids were accustomed to that. But as, you know, as they kind of grew up and Santa stopped coming, they knew, hey, um, you know, we'll kind of deviate from our, you know, let's open gifts on Christmas Eve kind of thing. So that's kind of changed back to the Christmas day. But yeah, it's interesting that you say that because I think that was kind of more a traditional thing that a lot of families did when back in our time, um, as opposed to, you know, what, what our kids maybe have been exposed to per se, but, um, but isn't well, it interesting? You know, one of the weird things that when my husband and I got together mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, our first Christmas together, you know, I've, I already had my oldest son in that. And so he wanted to, we were wrapping gifts. Okay, and Mm -hmm. so I went to wrap one of the toys, and he's like, no, you don't wrap that. You know, that's from Santa. I'm like, what? Yeah. And he says, yeah, we don't wrap the the gifts from Santa. We just put them out. I said, no, you can't do that. What kind of surprise is that? You know, I mean, the kid walks in, and they see the gifts from Santa, and they don't have to unwrap it. To me, that's not fun. So I want that more. and, And and what I do is I buy a different, you know, wrapping paper, of course, than what mom and dad mm-hmm. uses for their gifts, mm-hmm. you know. And, oh, yeah. You know, of course, we put on there two so-and-so from Santa Claus. And yeah. that's what we've done every year instead. Yeah. Well, I was raised the same way as your husband. Um, Santa really? Left the stuff under the, yeah, Santa left the stuff under the tree, and the gifts under the tree were from mom and dad. So that was, and and so Christmas morning, I mean, you know, you knew when you went to bed on Christmas Eve, nothing was there. And Christmas morning, you get up and there's your stuff, man. And it's all there and it's so much of it. And you're looking at it going, oh my God. It's like, you would think it would not be exciting, but it really is because you come into the room and you see what Santa left because it wasn't there Christmas Eve. And all of a sudden, it's, it makes that whole Santa was here kind of thing just that much more magical. Now, for a number of years, my ex-husband and I, we did that with our children, especially my oldest daughter. And, um, of course, then when the other two came, we kind of changed things up. But I remember one year when it when we just had her, and we had gotten her, like, a ton of stuff. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to do it different this year. I'm going to wrap all of her stuff from Santa bought this different paper like you do and the whole nine yards and I want you to know that broke me because I wrapped so much stuff I was like this is for the birds because I had to wrap other gifts you know like from for family and stuff so I really had wrapping on top of wrapping and I was like what was I thinking when I because one of the things she got was like this huge dollhouse thing Barbie dollhouse or something and it was huge and it was a bear to wrap and it was just like um Okay, <laughs> I won't do this again. But I think we 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 varied. <laughs> now you know I always wrap gifts to the kids because, uh, you know they're grown now, so it's not so much a Santa thing anymore. But um, and they don't right. get what they used to 
happened either. <laughs> so it's quite condensed right. down in size. But um, but overall, I mean, it's just interesting how different people do things different ways. And I can just attest. I mean, your husband probably has a similar experience that when you you wake up on Christmas morning and you see what Santa brought and you can see what he brought, it's like you just do this quick survey like yes he brought my doll I asked for yes there's the dollhouse yes there's I mean you just like oh my god and then you really you see things you didn't ask for that he brought you usually was like clothes or something but it still was really like really cool to see it (laughs) so anyway but um but if it had ever happened to you you would have just been crazy happy (laughs) I mean just to tell you what yeah I just, I don't know, I, I can't picture it because, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I just, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't feel right because that's not how I grew up. And I guess, as you said, you know, when you're growing up, you end up as an adult when you have your own yeah. children carrying on the traditions you grew up with. That's right. So, that's right. There well, we go. Well, I know. Well, that is um, our chat about Christmas and um so if you have certain Christmas traditions, if you want to touch on anything that Pam and I have talked about, um, share your Christmas tra- traditions with us, be it, you know, when you were growing up and what your family did or what you do now with your own children and uh, with your loved ones. We would love to hear from you. And um, so please feel free to drop us a line. And it's Christmas Movies, M-U-V-I-E-S, Spotlight at gmail.com. And uh, you can also visit our Facebook pages and just Send us a note there. You can visit me at The Christmas Station and Pam at Take Two Radio. So on that note, let's open the show with a song, um, as we always do. And uh, this week, I want to kick off the show with a song that is on a brand new Christmas album by a bluegrass band. And before you go rolling your eyes out there, let me tell you, this group, you may be familiar with them. They were on America's Got Talent, I think, back in 2015, 2016. It's not been that long ago. They did fairly well, and uh, they're called Summerbrook. And well, they were called the Mountain Faith Band at the time, but they've since Summer Summerbrook, who is the female in the band, um, they have changed their name to Summerbrook and Mountain Faith because she does all the lead singing on all the songs, and they have um, a recorded project called the sounds of christmas that has just released and it was actually a live recording where they put on a concert and it was recorded so it's actually out in dvd and they also have um, made it into a cd and so one of the songs off of the new project is their version of winter wonderland and i just absolutely love it it's um a different take um and i would say they're not so much bluegrass as they are say more kind of americana so, um, so we're going to take a listen now. We're going to open up our show with Summer Brook and Mountain Faith and Winter Wonderland. Beautiful sun, we have inside, walking in a winter wonderland. 
they aren't married will say no man But you can do the job when you're in town Wonderland by Summer Brook and Mountain Faith. Uh, unmute yourself, Don. Don. Okay, can you hear me? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you do know something. My mute button on my headset was muted, and I didn't even know it. I had muted the uh, mic um, on on the computer in the setting and so I, I hit it to unmute it right before we went back live and I just start talking and then I start hearing you talking I'm like why is she talking oh my god I'm muted somehow and sure enough I looked down at my headset and it had muted and I didn't even know it and I'm so sorry I apologize <laughs> that's like getting to be a, a, it happens just about every episode I'm afraid so but um but anyway I'm afraid if I don't mute I'll be, like I'm usually checking their email and stuff while the song's playing if you must know folks and I don't want that to get picked up while you know I'm on air so um but nonetheless we multitask as broadcasters it's just the name of the game yeah but um <laughs> so anyway but yeah as you said that was Summerbrook and Mountain Faith and Winter Wonderland and and I did verify um they were on America's Got Talent back in 2015 and they did very well and that is kind of what has helped get them um, to the level that they are now um, in the world of bluegrass slash Americana music. All right. Well, we're going to move right along. We've got quite a few movies. I think we have nine that we're going to be talking about this evening. And the first one that we're going to discuss is um, a Hallmark Channel movie that is called The Christmas Cottage. And it's coming up um, Saturday, December 9th at 8, 7 Central. It stars Merritt Patterson and Steve Lund, and um, the plot is as follows. 
still only in her mid-twenties, Lacey Quinn has already given up on love. Her heart's been broken too many times, and now she concentrates on her career as an interior designer in Raleigh, North Carolina. Yay! Yeah. When, yeah, when BFF Ava Callahan asked Lacey to be her maid of honor, she must take on a few responsibilities, including making sure the Callahan family cottage is perfect for the honeymoon. Legend has it, if newlyweds spend their first night there, everlasting love and happiness follow. Lacey isn't sure she buys into this notion, and still when she finds herself snowed in there with Charlie, Ava's brother, Lacey has to reconsider if the little house may hold some romantic magic after all, especially at Christmas. And um, I have to tell you, I did not realize that the plot, the... um. I guess the place for the plot was based in North Carolina, and this is really Joe Cool. <laughs> That's like a hop, skip, and a jump up the road from where I live, which is so very nice. So um, anyway, but these um, this is going to be a great movie. Um, I've seen the previews. Have you seen any previews for this yet, Pam? No, I actually haven't watched any of the previews. Um, just like I said, I've been busy and with being a day off and. You know, things happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And plus you have DVR, so you can just, like, record everything you need yeah. to and watch it, you know, in the middle of the night if you want, <laughs> you know. So it's, yeah, um, exactly. But anyway, we have got this great trailer for a Christmas, the Christmas cottage. A Christmas weekend getaway. Anyone who's ever stayed here during Christmas time found truth. What was that in there? Unlocks a romance from the past. That we dated a lifetime ago. Two lifetimes ago. There's something magical about this place. You and Ian were just exes that are having a nice time together. Merritt Patterson and Steve Lund star. Whatever's going on between us, I know you're feeling it too. The Christmas Cottage premieres Saturday, December 9th at 8. Part of Countdown to Christmas on Hallmark Channel. Ah, and there you have it. <laughs> and again, the movie is <laughs> The Christmas Cottage um, on Saturday, December 9th, 8, 7 Central, starring Merritt Patterson and Steve Lund. And I am really looking forward to that one because it is the setting is in North Carolina, which is really uber joke cool. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, well, here we are. Um, and... We are this week going to be previewing a great album from Hanson called Finally It's Christmas. And you may, um, some of you have already picked this up and you've now officially included it in your Christmas music collection for 2017. And I tell you, this is definitely one that if you don't buy any other album that we've reviewed this holiday season, this is the one that you want to add. If you can only pick one, I would highly recommend it. It is by far my favorite. And we've reviewed some really good albums, but um, maybe it's the nostalgia of Hanson. I don't know. Um, but Pam, uh, what do you think about Hanson having another album out after all this time? Well, just like any other fan, we're going to say it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, you can't go that long and leave us hanging. Of course, you can always reminisce with the older music, but it's always nice to get something here and there, you know, maybe yeah. once a year or once every couple of years at least. So oh, this yeah. will be nice for everybody. Yeah, indeed. And, um, you know, and I know their first um, project was really good. 
And so um, to have another Christmas project, a lot of times people, you know, they're 20 years older, mind you. And a lot of times you don't know kind of how a sophomore um, project is going to be, but uh, they have been pleasantly surprising. Um, so did you, Pam, did you find any uh, information about the album? Yep, I sure did. Hanson strikes again. Although all that again is, is you know, <laughs> yeah, you could have did it before, guys. But That's right. Thank you for doing it now. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so no, not with a banger follow-up to the hit everyone thinks of when they hear that name, but instead a sophomore Christmas album. And yes, I said sophomore because the group released their first Christmas album, Snowed In, in 1997 to rave reviews. Now, finally, It's Christmas was released two decades later on October 27th. It is chock full of classics you already know and love, as well as unexpected mashup and some delightful original songs you'll be hurrying to add to your annual holiday playlist. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. (laughs) It is definitely (laughs) going to be one that you are going to want to include for your um, collection and to give you a little rundown of the songs of course the uh, title track is the first song of the album called finally it's christmas and the album starts off with the same record-like sound effect as in snowed in that we're so familiar with um and it's a little easter egg for the fans that have been around since 1997 it kicks right into the original uh, finally it's christmas which is really fun and feel good christmas album and uh, you'll just have on repeat throughout the season and that's so true it's very catchy then of course they cover uh, Paul McCartney's A Wonderful Christmas Time which when I saw this on the album before I heard it I was already excited because that is my all-time favorite Christmas song Rudolph excuse me Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Till A New Year's Night which other originals um which is another one of their originals on this album, which has a doo-wop vibe similar to Little St. Nick. Um, And then one of the big standouts on this album is Please Come Home, um, which is easy because it's led by Zach's soulful voice, and it's a flawless take on one of everyone's favorite classics, which was originally done by the Eagles. Um, Then they also cover Someday at Christmas, and then they have a song called Joy to the Mountain, which is actually a mashup of Joy to the World and Go Tell It on the Mountain. This one deserves some serious praise because even though it's not an original song, the concept alone made for some surprisingly stunning track. They also have Jingle Bells, Happy Christmas, which is the John Lennon and Yoko Ono favorite, and All I Want for Christmas, uh, you know, and tons of kudos going for their cover of Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas, which is a seriously refreshing take on a classic that has been beaten to death one too many times. Um, It could almost be considered an entirely new song while still managing to capture the essence that made the original such a hit. And other songs on the album include, include Winter Wonderland, Blue Christmas, and the two songs, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Jingle Bells, um, appear well it includes Hanson singing with their collective 10 yes I said 10 children between the three of them and um and so that really provides a soft spot for listeners who love that sort of thing and then another one of the big tracks on the album is um, Peace on Earth which is a touching um song that is a slow moving rock 
soft rock reminder that there's actual meaning to Christmas, not just presents, parties, and wishing your baby would come home. And then finally, wrapping the album up is the incomparable Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And uh, so we have got a lot of songs we're going to cover off this album tonight. And as we get started, we're going to kick it off with the first of several tracks from Hanson's Finally It's Christmas with the title track. Here it is, Hanson and Finally It's Christmas. Got it, happened. 
And that was Finally It's Christmas from Hanson. And uh, Pam, I love that song. It is so Hanson, too, you know? Hello, Pam. Pam. <laughs> that was my turn. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes, are you for, are you really kidding me right now? I thought you were totally joking with me. Like, I thought you were yanking my chain trying to get it back at me. Folks, see, this is what happens. Are you for, she did that on, she had to have done that on purpose. I'm, I refuse to believe she turned around and did this after we just had this debacle on my end. Oh my gosh! We're so unprofessional tonight. What in the world? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I, answer- <laughs> I was answering some tweets, and of course, like you, I don't want the sound of typing or anything like that yeah. to come through. So, but I totally forgot because I finished tweeting and I was, you know, just listening to the song, and I totally forgot I had myself on mute. And there you go. <laughs> uh, and we're in the middle of a show, but hey, that's no problem. <laughs> we'll just do we'll multitask and forget we're on air live. But hey, that's you know, hey. But anyway, we are back. <laughs> so anyway, oh but yeah, gosh. I love I love the handsome song and um and you know, to me it's just so handsome and uh I'm just glad they came out with, with something, you know, after all this long hiatus that they have been on. Of course they have uh, been busy, ten children between the three of them. They uh they have been wow, enjoying lives really? and yeah, didn't you remember? I said right before um, you were probably tweeting and didn't hear me, but two of the songs <laughs> on the album, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and Jingle Bells, um, have their ten children on them. So it's Hanson singing yeah, with her children. I heard you say that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard you say yeah, but I yeah. didn't hear a number, ten so I didn't realize children. that they had ten. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, between the three of them. So, anyway, um, well, I guess we should move along because time is drawing nine. We've still got, what, eight more movies to cover. (laughs) 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 Oh, my my gosh. Well, we'll try to be more professional, but I think that anybody that's listening loves to hear the the quirkiness of us, so we're okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, But the next movie up is called Sharing Christmas, and it's on the Hallmark uh, Channel. And it's on December 10th, uh, 8 Eastern, 7 Central. And it stars Ellen Hallman, Bobby Campo, and Dave Koz. And the storyline is, a real estate developer is given the opportunity of his career to transform an old shopping complex into a prime location Unfortunately, there is one tenant who is holding out, the Christmas shop owner. He met by happenstance just days ago. So, although there's not a big plot or storyline that we can give you on this, I think that tells you enough to what it's going to be about. And there's going to be some kind of fight between the two of them, and they're going to disagree. And But you know how it's going to end, right, Dawn? Oh, yeah. I do. And you know what I find interesting in this movie um, when I, um, you know, is that I have seen a preview for this, but I could not find any kind of audio preview where I could, you know, we could share with the listeners tonight. But in the preview, it does show Dave Kaz. And, you know, he is a huge, huge jazz artist and musician and very popular in the jazz world. And 
I'm just, I can't wait to see this movie. I want to see what his role in it is going to be. I'm sure he's going to play his famous saxophone, which I hope he does, um, because he is so, so incredibly talented. But uh, anyway, so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Definitely. Um, I want to watch that one, too. But, of course, I want to watch them all. Um, but my, D- my DVR is slowly filling up, let me tell you. But, <laughs> you know, I'm catching them live when I can. So. Oh, yeah, me too. But there's, me too. There's, unfortunately, there's no trailer for this movie, so you'll just yeah. have to, you know, catch the previews and on TV and uh, just watch the movie. And, again, that's Sharing Christmas on Hallmark, December 10th, 8, 7 Central. All right, we're going to move into the next Hanson song, and we promise we won't mute our mics when it's playing this go round. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I am excited to play this song because um, when I heard it, of course, as I said earlier, when I saw that it was on the album, I was so excited because this is my all-time favorite Christmas song. And so when I heard it, it was not disappointing by any stretch. So here is Hanson with the wonderful Christmas time. <laughs>
Ah, Hanson and a Wonderful Christmas Time. And I was bebopping to the song as it was playing. <laughs> and I, I really, was too. <laughs> I was just bopping my head. I was kind of mouthing the words, singing along without singing out loud because I was not muted. Thank you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we would have no listeners right now if I had tried to sing. That would not be good. But um, but nonetheless, <laughs> I, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed it and enjoyed bringing it to you. All right, we're going to move right along um, and talk about the first of two Hallmark movies and mysteries, uh, movies that are going to be coming up um, next weekend. And the first one is called Christmas Encore, and it is um, premiering on Saturday, December 9th at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and it stars Maggie Lawson and Brennan Elliott. Brennan Elliott, two words, need I say more? <laughs> he is, <laughs> I love everything he's in. He's just a charming, charming actor, and I love the way he brings his magic to every role he's in. And uh, so I already know this is going to be a great movie. But the plot goes as follows. A struggling actress, actress rather, is cast in her last off-Broadway off show, A Modern Take on a Christmas Carol before giving up her dream and moving home. Instead, she finds romance with her director and a renewed passion for her craft and the city. But when the historic theater loses its lease and the show is set to fall, she and her castmates are in need of a Christmas miracle. And um, I have seen the trailer for this, and it is going to be a great movie, like I said. Um, when I saw Brendan Elliott was going to be in it, and Maggie Lawson is just phenomenal, too. Um I was going to say I love her, too, because yeah, she was I, – I used to watch Psych, and she uh-huh. was, you know, one of the main characters oh, yeah. on there, and I just love her. She's adorable. Well, I think this is the first time they have been cast in a movie together, so just the premiere, it shows, I mean, great chemistry, and I think it's going to be a really, really good movie, probably one of the best mm-hmm. of the whole season. So, um, so nonetheless, um, we have the trailer for you, and we'll play that now. just landed a part in the introduction of A Christmas Carol at the Grand. The role of a lifetime. Who is the director? That will be me. Will become the Christmas triumph. Production of Christmas Carol this season is going to be the final performance. They'll never forget. What can we do? Something inspiring. Maggie Lawson. We need a Christmas miracle. Brennan Ellis. I believe in you. One of the most wonderful movies of Christmas. Christmas Encore on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Oh, and there you have it. So that is, uh, again, premiering on Saturday, December 9th at 8 Eastern, 7 Central. And it stars Maggie Lawson and Brennan Elliott. All right. So we're going to move into our next song from Hanson from their brand new album for 2017 called Finally It's Christmas. And this is Please Come Home.
you have it. Hanson, and please come home. I really and, you like know, that one. Well, you know, um, as we were discussing the uh, features about this album, um, this song is considered one of the standouts, and I can certainly understand. I mean, Zach, his voice just kills it on the song. I mean, he still got mm-hmm. it, you know, and they've been really out of the limelight for 20 years. I think they maybe released one album in between, but when you are out of the spotlight and you're living your life, raising families, obviously, <laughs> um, and then you come back and make an album and it is just as good, if not better, than anything else you've ever done on a song like this, it, it really tells how talented you are. And, um, and this song, their version of it reminds me so much of Bon Jovi's version of this song. And, uh, but that, yeah. Emily, that's what I was thinking. That and Elvis. It has mm-hmm. an Elvis vibe to it. It really does. Yes, it does. Come to think of it. So anyway, but uh, I don't know. All the songs on this album are, I mean, are running a tight race. I don't, I can't say I have a favorite as much as I love A Wonderful Christmas Time. I do like that version of Please Come Home. So it's um it's up there at the top. Yeah, and that's not a bebop song. That's more of a swaying back and forth song. You got that right. <laughs> <laughs> Sway. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I think the <laughs> the next movie we should discuss. Uh, is the next Hallmark uh, Movies and Mystery movie called Karen Kingsbury's Maggie's Christmas Miracle. And that'll be on December 10th, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, starring Joe Wagner and Luke McFarlane. Uh, Plot goes, Megan spent one unforgettable summer with a boy when they were teens and she never forgotten his magical definition of love. Now, a high-powered attorney in New York and a single mother, her young son unexpectedly connects them again. That sounds so good, Um, because we all know that we don't forget our first love. That's right, you don't. But how many of them actually reconnect again and get together? So on Hallmark, they always do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're on Hallmark, if you're playing in a Hallmark movie, you're going to reconnect and find each other again. That's for sure. It does not always work out like that in real life, um, undoubtedly. But the thing I'll say is Jill Wagner, she is a phenomenal actress. I love to see her in everything she does. And then Luke McFarlane, if he didn't say a word through the whole movie and just stood there and smiled with those bright, twinkling eyes, I'd be happy, you know. Right. I mean, he's right. a great actor too, but he's just so lovely to look at. So, you know, when he is in these romantic comedy movies kind of thing, um, you know, it he's just always perfect to play these roles. So, as are many of the actors that all of them, but it's, you know, there's just something about Luke. Maybe it's the name Luke. You know, he's just, he's just dreamy. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, and well, I'm going to play the, the, the trailer audience. before Dawn loses it. <laughs> I know. I was going to say there are times when the mic <laughs> should probably be on mute. But uh, nonetheless, <laughs> take it away, fam. <laughs> 
for Christmas? Can you make my mom happy? Behind every Christmas story, you can find love again. You can be happy. Is an extraordinary miracle of true love. I'm going to put myself out on a limb here a little bit. Jill Wagner, Luke McFarland. that little boy right there? He's my world. Miracles happen at Christmas. Karen Kingsbury's Maggie's Christmas Miracle premieres Sunday, December 10th at 9 on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Okay, I take okay. it back. I would rather hear him talk. <laughs> I like to look at him, but that voice. <laughs> I was just going to say, I know she lost it all over again when he whispered, Christmas miracles do happen. I, I knew like, it. Okay, I knew what it. was I thinking? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're being totally silly. We're just—it's just the holidays, and you know, I think we're in Hallmark movie overload. But um, nonetheless, Hallmark has not disappointed again this year with um, putting some of you know everyone's favorite actors and actresses in these movies. And I love how they're pairing them differently this year, and and uh, they get very creative. But I think this is a great pairing, and I I like the chemistry of what I saw in the preview. And yes, I did see this one, and uh, so it's going to be a great movie. I have no doubt about it. So we are going to keep moving right along because time is ticking. And uh, we have another Hanson song we're going to play for you now. And this one is, um, I heard it the first time and I was like, whoa, you know, I really, really like this song. And this one is called Till New Year's Night.
stamina. I mean, that is so like classic Hanson. Um, and just this is such a fun album in general. But it's the kind of song when you hear it, you go, "Man, I want to play that again." I almost said, "Play it again, Pam," but we won't do that for the in the essence of time. <laughs> but it's just one of those songs. You know, now it's like stuck in my head. It'll be in my head the rest of the show. But um, um, I really like that. And uh, I'm sitting here jamming behind the scenes. Thankfully, people can't see me when I'm on air. This would not be good. But I know. Um, are you doing the air guitar thing, or the are you doing the drums? What do you do? Oh, I was just doing dance moves and everything else. I was doing chair dancing, I guess is what they call it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I know many of you, as you listen to that, you couldn't sit still through that. So there's no way you could listen to that song and just be, un, um, you know, have any no reaction whatsoever. Um, it will get you up out of your chair and moving, that is for sure. Um so that was a lot of fun. So we're going to keep moving right along now. And uh, the next movie we're going to talk about is coming up on Ion Channel on December 9th, which is Saturday, December 9th. And it um, it starts at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central. And it stars Cindy Busby, Travis Milne, and Christo Shaw. And, um, and the plot goes as follows. Kate Paulson is standing at the altar ready to say, I do, to the man of her dreams, Alex. Just as they are about to exchange vows, Alex reveals a devastating family secret. Hurt and shocked by this betrayal, Kate has no choice but to leave the groom at the altar and run away. Needing time to heal, Kate finally does something for herself and heads to a ski resort for Christmas. At the resort, she meets Jason, an Olympic downhill ski hopeful. Just when she thought she'd never love again, Kate and Jason get to know each other, and there is a mutual attraction. As things start to heat up between them, Alex and his family show up. Will Kate learn to finally make her own decisions, or will she always just be the runaway Christmas bride? So um, I think by virtue of the description there of uh, the movie, it is going to be a good movie. And uh, I'm automatically, before I see the movie, going, kick Alex to the curb. I don't know what the deep, dark secret is. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but definitely, I think uh, time at the ski resort will pay off for her. So anyway, but that, again, is the Runaway Christmas Bride. It premieres on ION Channel on Saturday, December 9th, 9 Eastern, 8 Central. And we've got a little trailer for the movie. Okay, and before I play that, my thoughts as you were reading that was, uh-oh, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's kind of the way it is with these movies this time of year, uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the trailer. <laughs> say the sound effects were accurate in that <laughs> yes yes 
It's funny. I said that, and then they do that on the trailer. So that's so I funny. know. It kind of went down you, and then it picked up. So anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's going to be a great movie. So again, just check it out on the Ion Channel next Saturday, December 9th, uh, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, and it's called Runaway Christmas Bride. All right, we got another great Hanson song. I'm enjoying this album this week um, a lot, and uh, so glad to be bringing it to all of you. And um, this next song is um, considered a mashup of two songs. In fact, when I sent all the information to Pam and all the songs and everything for her to prepare for tonight's show, she sent me a message. She goes, didn't you mean to say joy to the world? And I was like, no, <laughs> it is joy to the mountain. It's correct. And she was like, but are you sure you want to double check that? And I said, well, it's a mashup. So actually, this song is a mashup between two songs, Joy to the World and Go Tell It on the Mountain. And we're going to share that for you now. Here's Hanson. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let It's just, again, it's one of those head-bobbing, 
moving kind of songs. And uh, do you like it, Pam? But very, very simple, very simple as far as any kind of instruments, you know. And, oh, yeah. And that's another thing that I like about it. Yeah, indeed. Which, you know, these guys are so uber-talented, and they just their creativity that they have put into this album alone is simple, like you say, but yet it has a huge impact. So um, I mm-hmm. definitely like it for sure. Um, so nonetheless, let's see, where are we at now? Um, it's your turn. <laughs> yeah, it's my turn. <laughs> yeah. And this, this is going to be the second IN movie, and it's called A Royal Christmas Ball. It's on December 10th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, starring Tara Reid, Ingo Rademacher, Haley Poulos, and Mira Furlan. I just love that cast. Let me just start with that, okay? Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. <laughs> dateless for the Christmas ball, 39-year-old bachelor King Charles of Baltania tracks down his American college sweetheart, only discovered, only to discover she has never married, yet raised a 17-year-old daughter who, mathematically, might be his biological princess. Dun, 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 dun. I'm getting that sound effect next week. Aww. <laughs> and well, we get that one I know too. you well enough to know in this movie, you know, although the cast is all star cast, but um, to have Ingo in it, and I know you love him, that's a treat for you, nonetheless, as it is for yeah. many viewers out there who love to see him in anything that he plays, which, by the way, he just recently got cast on The Bold and the Beautiful, correct? Yes. yes. As He's the new Thorn. Thorn. So. Mm-hmm. And we'll discuss that after the show. But I also am very happy to see that they have cast Haley Puglios on here as well, and she's mm-hmm. from General Hospital because I love and adore her. She's just She's a great little actress. I've seen her grow up on screen, and I'm just so proud of where she's gone to and where she is today. So oh, yeah. this should be really good for for all the soap fans out there besides the regular fans of holiday movies. Right. No doubt about it. Well, we have a trailer, I think, for this, correct? We, yes, we do. Here we go. Okay. Enjoy a very merry holiday season with an all-new holiday movie. Everybody else has a dad, and I never even met mine. I really loved him, and he really loved me. My dad is a king. I've always dreamed of being a princess, but the bigger dream was getting to know my dad. Tara Reid stars in an all-new holiday movie, A Royal Christmas Ball. On Ion Television, positively entertaining. Ah, well, this is going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching this one. Hopefully not by DVR. I'm hoping to watch it live. But with so many movies on at the same time, it's nearly impossible. Yeah, that is so, so true. Um, I would like to be able to clone myself during the holiday season just to be able to accomplish everything but um also to be able to watch all the movies because there's so many good ones and this year in particular is no exception i mean hallmark has more movies out than any other 
season um, before this one, and now you have all the other networks who are jumping on board with coming out with their own original movies. So um, it makes for a lot of great um, viewing, television viewing during this time of year, but it's hard to get it all in. Most definitely. But um, I think what Dawn should ask Santa for for Christmas next year is a DVR. I will if you decorate your tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I know. Love you know being the problem is, seriously, the problem with having a DVR with me is um, I don't watch a lot of television until it's the holiday season, and then naturally I'm glued, and then I can't watch everything I want to watch. Um, even with multiple showings of movies and so forth, it's just really hard. And um, so I try to watch the ones that I really want to watch. So my problem is if I had a DVR and I DVR'd the stuff, I would probably still never watch it on the DVR, and it would be a waste. So it's kind of really? like if I don't see it when it happens, I'm probably less likely to watch it at a later date. But then again, there may come a point in my life, like with you, where I go, you know, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and we'll get a DVR, and you know, and then all will be well with the world. But yeah, I know it's. And I need one. I really need one to capture all this, for sure. Um, but anyway, we shall see. Um, well, we're going to move right along because I am loving bringing this handsome album to you guys this evening, and there's just too many great songs. And we got now um, one that we're going to share that is um, their version of Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas.
Hanson and All I Want for Christmas. Okay, Pam, I'm going to put this out there and let me know what you think. That song, Being Done by Hanson, sounds brand new all over again. What do you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. I love Mariah Carey's, but Hanson, they got it. You know what? Um, the one thing that I that kind of stood out to me during this song, as we were listening, is for a second I forgot that Mariah Carey did the original version of the song. Um, yeah. Because of Hanson brought their own, you know, their own style to the song, which is so classic Hanson. Um, I mean, you know, it's the it's the song, but it just sounded. They just put their special spin on it, and for a second it was like, wow, you know, it's hard to believe this was once Mariah Carey's song, or the song she made famous, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like this version, and I think this is going to be one that it's kind of like I was saying earlier when I was describing this song is that, you know, it's been done a million times since it was made popular by Mariah Carey, but I don't know that anybody has ever really give it made it their own and this is the first time I've heard this this cover done by a band that you truly feel like it's their own and you go wow this sounds brand new all over again so um kudos to Hanson all right well we are going to move into our next movie and this one is on the Lifetime channel and this is called Christmas in Mississippi It airs on Saturday, December 9th at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and it stars Jana Kramer, Wes Brown, Faith Ford, Barry Bostwick, and Richard Karn. And uh, the plot is as follows. Photographer Holly Logan, who is played by Jana Kramer, returns to her hometown in Gulfport, Mississippi for Christmas. The town is resurrecting their traditional holiday light show for the first time since a terrible hurricane struck five years earlier. Holly volunteers to pitch in, but soon has second thoughts when she discovers the festival is run by her high school sweetheart, Mike, who is played by Wes Brown. Now Holly must spend the next few days with the man who broke her heart. With the help of Caroline, her matchmaking mother, and Mr. Chris, the kind man who will play Santa in the town celebration, Holly begins to fall in love with her hometown and Mike all over again. And uh, this is going to be a great movie because you're talking about a star-studded cast. This has got it. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, who doesn't love Faith Ford in a Christmas movie, you know? (laughs) And, um, and wow, it's been a while since we've seen uh, Barry Boswick on screen. I know Richard Karn has, you know, he was famous for Home Improvement Days and um, with Tim Allen. But he's been in a couple of Christmas movies on the Hallmark Channel. And so it's always good to see him playing in those. And uh, but yeah, I um, I'm looking forward to this. I like Jana Kramer. Um, she has an amazing backstory in real life um, about some things that she's been through. And uh, she's just multi-talented. She's an actress. She's a singer. Um, she can pretty much do it all. <laughs> she's been on Dancing with the Stars. You know, it's like what has she not done at this point? Um, this is gonna be a great movie. I'm looking forward to it. Most definitely, and Barry Bostwick, I just watched him the other day on something, and I was trying to remember what it was, and even though, of course, as everybody, he's gotten older, 
and mm-hmm. now has, you know, the full gray hair and all that. It's, the man is still to die for. He is really very easy on the eyes. He always has been. He's got those steel blue eyes that would just, I mean, they just look through mm-hmm. you. But, yeah, he has aged very He's kind of he's got that whole Sean Connery appeal, <laughs> you know. He is aged right. very nicely, and he is just uh, like you say to die for. So, um, so anyway, but we have a, a trailer for the movie now that we're gonna play. Welcome home, Holly. I cannot wait for you to see what they've done at the park. You didn't tell me the festival is being run by my ex-boyfriend. Did I forget to mention that? I know we didn't end things on the best of terms. So I was hoping for a little truce. Give him a chance. Maybe you'll see a new side of him. This town can inspire a lot of people, and I want to be a part of that with you. Christmas in Mississippi premieres Saturday, December 9th at 8 on Lifetime. And there you have it, Christmas in Mississippi. So, um, December 9th, 8, 7 Central. All right. Well, Pam, are you there? I'm here. I was just waiting for you. <laughs> I, I've been paranoid the whole show that you or I, one, were going to put our mics on mute. <laughs> it's like, where, where is she at? <laughs> so, um, anyway, but, oh, my gosh. It's just been a crazy week, folks. You have to forgive us. We're a little bit out of our element um, because we've had so much going on, and um, and now the holidays are here, which has compounded all of that as well. So uh, if we seem a little out of it tonight, it's because we are. <laughs> We're just not even going to try to make excuses <laughs> for it. It just is right. what it is. <laughs> you know? So we're going to do the best we can to get through the rest of the show without my, uh, muting our mics or having dead air. But anyway, <laughs> we got a couple more movies. Um, actually, we got one more movie that we're going to review. One more. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Pam, take it away. Well, this one is on UPTV, and it's called Christmas Princess. And oh, it's TV. December 10th. <laughs> <laughs> That's another side story, folks. Up, is it up or is it UP? You know, it's, oh my gosh. We just have so much fun on this show. <laughs> it's like it's a tomato well, or tomato. Whatever you tomato call tomato. it. <laughs> Let's just call the whole thing off. That's how the song goes, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, I didn't mean to you, but I couldn't resist when you said UPTV. It's actually up TV, folks, for those of you who are scratching your head going, what yeah, are they well, talking about? You get you used to. When you get used to calling it one thing, it's hard to switch to another. So I know. I'm it's not hard, as they say. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. December 10th, 7 Eastern, 6 Central. And it stars Nicole Nunez, Rosa Blasi, and Zach Santiago. Uh, against the backdrop of Christmas in Southern California comes Christmas Princess, a heartwarming story inspired by true events about one brave high school girl who overcomes her difficult past to become one of the elite princesses in the world-renowned royal court of the Tournament of Rose Parade. Now, this catches my ear, my eye, whatever you want to say, because it's based on a true story, and I love oh, to yeah. watch those, especially when there's a happy ending in real life as well. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. And uh, oftentimes, 
in real life, uh, happy endings don't happen when it, there are true stories out there that movies are made about. And um, so this one is, I think, I saw the trailer for it, and it, it looks like it's going to be really good. Um, I think it addresses a lot of um, issues that are in our society now, too, such as bullying and diversity and, you know, just a lot of different things. Um, but the way it's brought about in this movie is, is done so well. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to watch it. I think true stories that movies are made out of or books are written about are the most heartwarming that there can be mm-hmm. uh, because they're so identifiable, you know. There will be a lot of people watching this that will be able to identify with what she has to go through mm-hmm. to get to where yes, she indeed. is. So, and And to find that it has a happy ending you know, will encourage people to fight for what they want and what they Oh, that's they a great that point. They deserve, so. Yeah, that's that a great good. point. Yeah. You're well, we'll go ahead and play the trailer for that. Is there a girl who hasn't dreamed of sitting atop the float on New Year's Day? December 10th. She's going to try out to be a Rhodes princess. They wouldn't pick me. I'm a foster kid. Don't forget, you're our princess first. You come from me. So don't go thinking you're better princess. What if I can't do this? It doesn't matter where you came from. Do you believe in destiny? Based on a true story, Christmas Princess premieres Sunday, December 10th at 7, only on us. There you go. Yes, it sounds. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a good one. Yeah, and that is one again. I'd like to watch. You know, when it's on the first time, and hopefully not have to DVR it. But it comes on earlier in the day at six central, so that'll make it a little bit easier, and it'll be over with. It like you know, say if there's something I want to watch at eight. That's right. Well, lucky you. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I I I agree. I like to watch movies based on true stories. Um, all my, you know, I love to be entertained by fictional stories, but the true stories are just, um, as I said, they're so identifiable and they're so much more heartwarming because you know it happened in real life and out of it, great outcomes and and good things occurred. So um, so yeah, this will be interesting to see how this all plays out. Um. And knowing the back the backstory to this, well, mm-hmm. we have got one last Hanson song that we're going to bring to you this evening. I think we have given you a good overview of the album throughout the show, but um, I saved this song for last because this is probably um, one of the best songs on the whole album because of the message that it brings. It's called "Peace on Earth," and uh, it is true to form of the true meaning of Christmas. It's very touching. Uh, moving number that only Hanson can arrange, um, done Hanson style. And um, it talks about the true meaning and uh, not just presents, parties, or wishing your baby would come home, as we so often hear in songs this time of year. But um, we're going to play it for you now. This is Hanson and Peace on Earth.
Oh my, that undoubtedly is probably my favorite song of the whole album. And I've had some really close, close seconds, but um, without a doubt, that was Hanson and that Peace on Earth. Wonderful, wonderful message, and uh, really does capture the spirit of the season and what this season is truly all about. And um, Pam, what did you think? I I absolutely love it, but I love every song that we've played, and it's mm-hmm. hard for me to choose a favorite. I'd have to go back and listen to the songs all over again to possibly <laughs> pick one. <laughs> I know, I know, and um, well, you know, you and I were talking off air just a moment ago, and um, you know, I think we both agree that when you have artists that have been off the canvas of music for 20 years, and a lot of times when they come back and they release an album, they're never as popular as they once were in their prime. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, um, you know, you never know how they're, they're going to sound. Sometimes artists, if they're not out there singing, then they lose some of that. Um, their voice, you know, is weaker because they haven't been, you know, they say you'll lose it if you don't use it kind of thing. And, uh, but it's almost like Hanson has never been gone from the music scene for 20 years and they still sound as good as they always did. I mean, these guys are 20 years older. They're married. They have families now, you know, they're not young, you know, late teen, early twenties, um, some things that they were back in the day. So, you know, when their voices probably were coming into their own at that time, but wow, I mean, I'm so impressed with this project and, to have them come back and, and, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of artists that will release more than one Christmas album in their career. And Hanson, you know, has had this lapse in career and to come back and decide to release a Christmas, a second Christmas album. um, It really says how smart they are as artists because their first one was so hugely popular. Um, I think for them to make a comeback, this was the right move to make because undoubtedly, um, the fans have not been disappointed. All the reviews I've read on this album have been incredibly good. It's been well received, and um, so it's just good to have them back. I hope they'll they'll put out some other music now. Um, now that they're kind of gotten back into the groove of things, right? And you know what I have to say is I, I think that this group will be a forever band that you will forever love, no matter what they put out. Just like, mm-hmm. okay, and I'm, I'm dating myself here, but just <laughs> like the the Osmonds, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. And um, and there are just certain bands and artists out there that, you know, if they if they go away for a while and they come back and release something, they're always going to have that appeal. Look at Garth Brooks. Look how long he was out mm-hmm. of the music scene for seventeen years. He took, he came off the road, he stopped touring, he stopped making music so that he could be at home and raise his three girls. And once his girls were grown, he always made a promise to them, I will be here and I will be your daddy while you're in school. And once they grew up and started going to college, I mean, um, and, and he said this in many interviews, he, he decided to resurrect his career. And I mean, he's never missed a beat. <laughs> so, you know, Hanson is, right. is the same type of artist. They, they're so well-loved and... Um, you know, and just the revered th- 
throughout the music world. And so this project, I think, is one of their best to date. And I've loved everything that they've put out. I mean, who could, you know, who could ever forget the iconic umbop? You know, if I had it, we'd play it. Yeah. <laughs> Just for old times' sake, but I mean that's really what put them on the map. When um, you know, back in the day when MTV was in its prime, and you got to see him, you know, you got to see Handsome for the first time doing that song, and you thought, wow, these are kids. <laughs> you know, look at that kid on those drums, and he can really play. And you know, it was just so impressive. And and they were kind of like, you know, you mentioned the Osmonds, but they were kind of like a mini form of the Osmonds in a way. They had the good looks, the charm. The smiles, they could sing, they could dance. I mean, you know, they could play instruments. So they were multi-talented, and and I think that's why they were. So many people came to love them, and uh, and still do. So um. So anyway, we hope that you have enjoyed us bringing you some of the music off of this latest album. Again, the album is Finally It's Christmas from Hanson, and you can pick it up anywhere. Um, and uh, it's one for the collection. I, I'm definitely including it in mine and uh and all the music from the album is currently being played in rotation on the christmas station and if you are so inclined feel free to um head on over to live365.com you can search for the christmas station and you can get christmas music to your heart's delight and all of the music from this album uh 24 7 365 <laughs> and also pam <laughs> is posting all of the videos and all of the footage from, you know, the previews for the movies. And uh, we'll see if we can, I think Hanson has a video out now for the new, um, for the song, Finally It's Christmas. I just saw it the other day. So we'll have that up and, uh, and we'll continue posting cookie recipes and we'd love to hear from you. So please let us know, you know, we want to see your pictures, your decorating pictures. My tree is up. I posted one on social media the other day. And um, so I'm all ready for Christmas. And maybe by next week's show, Pam will report that she has her tree decorated. We would like to see it. <laughs> we'll see. But I have to say Dawn's tree is very pretty, so be sure to take a look at that. Oh, and um, kind of on topic but kind of off topic you know, uh-huh. when you mention the holiday cookies and stuff like that that I post uh, the recipes for, it, it just reminded me of something that I haven't received in a very long time and I'm very grateful for. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm just wondering if you have that darn fruit cake fruit thing cake? that gets passed around year, year to year in the tin. When's the last time you received one, or have you ever? Oh, heavens no. No, no, and no to the no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've never received one. Thank God for that. But um, but seriously, I um, no. My grandmother, my paternal grandmother, used to make a fruitcake every holiday season. I mean, this was synonymous with all the other great cakes that she made. And it was homemade. I mean, it was made from scratch. I tried it a time or two. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I tried, you know, God love her. And she was a phenomenal cook. But fruitcake is just one of those things. You either love it or you hate it. There's no happy medium. It's not like you hated it as a child and then as an adult you go, okay, I'm going to try this because I'm an adult now. Kind of like coffee. You try it when you're a kid and you go, oh, this is so nasty. And you drink it as an adult and go, how did I ever live without it? No, fruitcake isn't that way. (laughs) 
It is like it's either well, the grossest thing in the world to people or it is the most wonderful, one of the most wonderful things about the holiday season. Um, now, I will say on that note, you know, traditional fruitcake has all of the gunk in it, as I'm going to put it. But <laughs> there is a fruitcake mm-hmm. that is made right here in North Carolina. And I have to Google this while we're on um, air because I can't remember the name of it. Um, hang on one second. I will find out the name of it. But well, this while fruitcake. You're looking, mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say yeah. while you're looking real quick. My I've husband's mother had a recipe for fruitcake. Uh-huh. And I made it one year because I thought, well, homemade's got to be better than that stuff in the tin can, right? Oh, my God. Well, I'm like you. I tried, and nah, I just couldn't get it. It has got the most unusual taste ever. I mean, I can't – it's not like it tastes like anything else that you would ever eat, or you could say, okay, well, Mm -hmm. like when you're – if someone's never tried fruitcake, and – and I imagine there are people who haven't because just to look at it, it's like, why would anybody eat that, right? But um, <laughs> And I'm telling you, if you love fruitcake, please don't be offended by what I'm saying because you also know plenty of people who don't have an affinity for it. But seriously, it's it's one of those things where when you try it and you try to tell it, well, and somebody says, well, what does it taste like? You can't really say, oh, well, it tastes like brownies or it tastes like your favorite nut cookie. I mean, you can't. It doesn't compare to anything. And that doesn't, and it's exactly. definitely in a class by itself, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing. Now, there is a fruitcake company here in North Carolina, where I am based, and it's called Southern Supreme. And um, Southern Supreme kind of became famous because they set out to make fruitcake that tasted different from the normal fruitcake with all the gunk in it. Um, and basically, it's... Um, it's a legacy of the Scott family, which is a very famous Scott, um, very famous family here in North Carolina, uh, which is a descendants of Governor Scott, who was governor here for a couple of terms. But um, it is, you know, most fruitcake is very dry, and it's just nasty. <laughs> this fruitcake, I have actually tasted it, and it's not that bad, but I wouldn't go and get it every year and go, okay, I've just got to have it. But if I had to eat a fruitcake, that's, this is the one I would eat. It's moist. It's chewy. It's got a lot of nuts, not so much the gunk fruit type stuff. Um, and it's, it's you know, it's got walnuts, pecans, raisins, dates. It's got pineapple and candied cherries. But it doesn't have a lot of the other stuff that you see that people put into traditional fruitcake. So there you have it. Um but people actually like this fruitcake, and this company has been around for a number of years. Um, so they're doing something right. People are liking it. <laughs> well, if I was I out there, I might try it. But, um, you know, it's kind of hard. You kind of get that shell shock thing when you, you think, okay, well, I'll try it. And and then you're like, ooh. And then you just don't yeah. want to try another one, no I know, matter who I know. It, and so. That was kind of, I used to work for a company a number of years ago that um, we had gotten this as a, uh, a vendor had sent this to us. And, you know, we were getting all kinds of stuff for the holiday season from our customers. And so I tried it, and I was pleasantly pleasantly surprised. Again, it's still not at the top of my list of favorite things to eat this time of year. 
But if I had to eat that, if if someone said try this fruit cake or eat this fruit cake, this is the one I would go with. Um, but yeah. this company is um, they are um, it's they're based at southernsupreme.com, and uh, they are located. And I will tell you that really quickly, um, because I kn- they are located in Bear Creek, North Carolina, which is up in the mountains, mountainous areas. And um, and so they have gotten a ton of business through the years, and they have been in they have been in business for a number of years. I'm not even sure how long, but it's it's been longer than four or five years. I mean, they it's probably pushing twenty twenty five years now. So um, so yeah, I mean it's popular. So if anyone's interested, if you love fruit cake and you want to try something that's apart from the norm, there you go. SouthernSupreme.com will hook you up. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so, but they also they you know they do more than fruit cake. They have um, gourmet nuts. Um, they have candy. They have chocolate. Um, you had me at chocolate. I mean, they do all kinds of chocolate mm-hmm. covered nuts and stuff. So, which are very popular this time of year. So, hey, check them out. And there's the shameless plug that I didn't intend to give, but hey, whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault you brought it up about but no I know what you mean about the whole the whole fruit cake in the tin that's like that is so foreign to me I remember it but that is so far removed that is like a I don't think I remember seeing a fruit cake in a tin since I was a kid growing up that's how long ago yeah I think that's I think that's the last time I saw it too and I remember somebody saying one day and I can't even remember who it was or if I read it or it was on a program or whatever but somebody said that there's only one tin of fruit cake and it just gets passed around and around because nobody wants to eat it (laughs) well don't you okay and don't you remember though back when those tins of fruit cake were so popular and i know many people out there can attest to this but do you remember how I mean, this when people would give that, they thought they were given like the best gift ever. Yes, yeah. I mean, I think in some cases there was probably that one or two person out there that said, "I'm giving them a fruit cake for Christmas. That's all they're getting from me." You know, I mean, you had that one person that they picked the person they hated, and they said, "Oh, I know what I'm giving them." You know, but for the most right. part, I remember just you know, like my grandmother made homemade fruit cake. This is like one of the things of the six thousand cakes that she made at Christmas that was the same. I mean, that was just going to be one she was going to have. And, but it, it, even still, I remember people bringing fruitcake and, um, you know, and thinking that this was just the thing to do. And it's like, I don't know if it was, I guess they're pretty costly to make as well. So mm-hmm. nonetheless, oh my gosh. But anyway, you've maybe not want any fruitcake this year. I hadn't even thought of fruitcake till you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what made me think of it other and than I'm you mentioning you the cookie recipe. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what, if you send me fruitcake in the mail, I'm sending it back. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll mark undeliverable. <laughs> Return oh to sender. Right. Return to sender. I don't want it. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway. <laughs> Well, for the sake of time, I suppose we better wrap it up because we don't have too much longer to go. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, see, stay tuned. Please come back next week. We hope we haven't run you off. You'll never know what we're going to get into <laughs> or what we're going to talk about as as the show unfolds. But um, nonetheless, 
we've had a blast as always hanging out with all of you and thank you so much for tuning in this evening and um another great week of movies are on tap and before i forget it coming up tomorrow night on the hallmark channel at 7 p.m eastern 6 central they're going to have the national christmas tree lighting and it'll be limited commercials interruptions so um if you like that sort of thing and you want to see it it will be on the hallmark channel and i saw a, a commercial for that today so i did want to forget to mention that um but all in all we've had a great time uh bringing you hansen's brand new christmas album for 2017 it's called finally it's christmas go pick it up and make it part of your collection and as we close tonight as we have done every week since we started this show, we always close with a version of White Christmas because that is Pam's favorite song of all time, the Bing Crosby version. But tonight we have a version. I heard this on the radio the other day, and I thought, oh, I know this is going to be the song we're going to play this week. And this is Elton John and Rosie O'Donnell. And some of you may remember Rosie uh, released an album of Christmas duets um, some years back. And... Um, whether you love her or hate her, it was a pretty good album. She had some great artists on it that collaborated with her. And Elton John and Rosie did their version of White Christmas, which actually ended up being a pretty good version, I thought. So um, that is, um, that's what we're going to close with tonight. But uh, we will be back here again next Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. And we'll be bringing you all the movies for the coming week and another great album that we'll be reviewing as well. So for Christmas Movie Spotlight, I'm Dawn Mack here with my lovely co-host, Pam. Pam. <laughs> and we're wishing Thought you a you wonderful evening. I forgot my name there for a second. <laughs> I know. I know. We're, um, we're wishing you a wonderful evening, a great week, and we'll see you right back here again next Sunday night to do it all over again. Take care, all. Good night, and God bless. Thanks for listening, everybody, and thanks for having me again, Dawn. Good night, and God bless. Same to you. Good night. Here